1: Oh, thank you very everybody for coming to the show. Can you allow me to mention my guest? Allow me to do a bit of short introduction here. So my guest today is my wonderful bank Shen An. So Shen An is a filmmaker and entrepreneur. She's the first Singaporean to win a BAFTA, which is the British Academy of Film and TV Awards, and an Emmy Oscar for animation for a short animated film she produced called Paul's Park, starring Helena Boheman Carter, which is this. Best- series in Harry Potter, she taught about climate change in the Arctic. She was also selected for Entrepreneur First, one of the world-leading talent incubators venture capital company, where she explored various ways in which media and technology can work together to move the industry forward. Fast forward into 2020, with co-founder Lim Liang Chun, she started this company called Sound.com, which is a company that aims to provide joint messages and is included by the Singapore IMDA which stands for Info Media Com Development Authority. So let us welcome Shannon. So Shannon, how are you today?
2: Hey thanks Andrew for having me. Yeah. I'm having a good day. Yeah. I I got COVID and today I got windy. So I feel like the smell of freedom. Oh
1: that's good for you. Yeah, this is the season where everybody is now trying to tie over this COVID 19. let let me ask you one interesting question. Tell us more your backstory, how do you get from when you were doing film school to eventually, tell us the story, Blake.
2: Yeah, I was a filmmaker for about 10 years. I've done all sorts of different kinds of production from film, TV, to advertising. And the journey came about when I actually met my, I actually was thinking about how a lot of things in the film production world can be done more efficiently. Yeah, like for example, people are still using pen and papers on sand So I felt like, hey, um, isn't there supposed to be a program somewhere that we can use to try improve this process? And I also remember like using Excel sheet that went up to Excel sheets had the column A to Z. Yes, so I worked on Excel sheets that went from A to Z, then A A A B, and then it starts from B A B C until so it was like crazy hundreds of columns of of thing that. I felt like, wow, as a producer, I didn't get to do much creative work. I ended up doing so much of these things that that is not interesting to me. Yeah, maybe there is a software out there that can help me with all this. So so that's why I I got interested in tech.
1: Ah, so you were struggling with all this mundane paperwork and Excel and then eventually you stumbled in. I mean, after that, like, what, what was the first path uh first encounter that before you actually eventually joined Sangjoin or started Sangjoin. Was it entrepreneur first mm-hmm. or was it somewhere else or what? yeah,
2: uh, like, yeah so actually sure. entrepreneur first was my first entry into entrepreneurship. So before that I just read a few books on entrepreneurship like uh the Airbnb story, the Uber. But it's a little bit similar to filmmaking. So how I met my current co-founder was then, we were we were actually ex colleagues at the film production company MMP. So one one thing he, said, no, he He doesn't really know what a producer does, so he asked me, "What does a producer do?" So I said, "Oh, we go out and find funding for the short film. We look for people to come about the film, like writers, directors. We write a script. We have the blueprint. Then we go into production, and then we do the marketing and distribution for the film." So he said, "Oh, you are an entrepreneur." I'm like, "Am I? What's an entrepreneur?" So so that's when he gave me all the books to read. Then I read it. I was like, "Oh yeah, actually these are quite interesting." He was the one who suggested that he entrepreneurship is similar to the process that you are doing, and said that it iterates a lot more and a lot faster because a a film product has an end goal, but an, uh a company doesn't really have the that the clear end. Like you keep reiterating being according to what the consumers want. Yes. that actually got me quite excited. I was like, okay, what one would be a film that never ends? Let's try doing this. Yeah, and. So I applied to Entrepreneur First and that was my first entry into entrepreneurship. Yeah. I explored a couple ideas in there, including using AI to do like a script breakdown so we can help to share new things more Mm easily. Yeah. So I thought of a a couple ideas at Entrepreneur First, but they didn't really pan out. So actually I went back into filmmaking for a couple months. Yeah. It's only towards the end of 2019 that... My current co-founder, he was leaving his company back then. And we were like, oh, okay. Since both of us are like, like jobless now. Okay, let's try do something together. Yeah, that's when we started the the first company. It was called UNEC. It was an, like, an employer-branding company. So well, we are helping young startups pitch to young people using videos. Yeah, but because of the COVID hit, so yeah. it didn't really work out. A lot of the startups, they they couldn't afford to hire us anymore. Yeah, so that's when we decided to to do something else.
1: Yeah, because I I remember the days when I met you and Liang Chun. Maybe you guys were trying to do some employer branding videos. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, because of COVID-19, maybe startup companies, they were strapped for cash. And so you guys have to pivot. So tell tell us more about what happened to the second idea. How do you came about the second idea?
2: Uh, It was actually a um, a consortium of different things that were happening at the same time. Yeah, so one of the triggers was my co-founder, LC. he wanted to send something special back to his mom in Malaysia because you were like in different countries back then. He didn't get to see his mom for mother, Mother's Day. Wanted to send her a special gift. And he thought of sending her a greeting from one of the, her favorite TV actresses. Yeah, so we, we wrote to the actress because we are insiders of the industry. Mm. I went to the end of protecting the prop of the agency. But, <laughs> They said they will help us, but we didn't hear back. Even actress herself on Instagram, she said that she, she's happy to do the message. Yeah, but it was just the process was too complicated. Yeah, and we didn't get the message in the end. Yeah. What, and
1: I'm just curious, what's so complicated about uh, getting a friend or paying somebody to to send a reading message?
2: Because when a celebrity or actor is represented by an the agency, they, they cannot take up jobs on their own. Oh. They have to go through that. To get uh to get a video. But right, yeah. it's it's more it's quite complicated. Yeah and that's why that was one of the triggers. Like we found like, hey this process can be simpler. Also a lot of our friends are looking for a similar service. They have been BMing people on Instagram for videos and they never got anything back or they didn't hear back or they said they would do it but it didn't happen. Yeah. So that that was one trigger. The other trigger was I looked around me and a lot of my friends in at the they suddenly lost their, their jobs overnight. Yeah. So well, I felt that hey, maybe this there's an opportunity then. because for me there are people looking for such a service and there are people who currently need need to have some jobs yeah so I thought okay let's marry both together yeah and that's when Sandberg was born
1: oh and then you guys started it mm-hmm. and then tell us more like the first experience when the first send joy message was sent out yeah. tell us the story
2: oh the first send joy message was actually very uh, very touching mm-hmm. yeah it was. A friend who actually came across our website, she just went onto the website on her own. We talked about it a couple of months ago, so it was still new then back then. But when she came to the website, she she thought, "It, how come we are offering a different service now? It's completely different from what she was thinking." So she just clicked around and she she saw one of the one of the singers that she really liked, Jean Seizure. And, and she just went ahead and booked it on her own without telling us because we, we got the email that he. Somebody made that order. We were quite surprised. <laughs> we were like, one after, we got our first order, just like that. And she, she was having a difficult time because of COVID. So she asked Jean whether she could sing her a song and like give her some words of encouragement. Yeah. So initially, when we got these creators on board, the our requirement was like, okay, you just make a 30 seconds video. Like just cheer somebody up in 30 seconds. But Jean made the video and came back with something that's five minutes long. Yeah. Then she even sang an original song. Wow! Yeah, they, yeah, it was called "Scar." It's a very captivating song. In fact, later that year, Sam joined me. we commissioned her to make a full song out of this. Yeah, so now there's a full song on Spotify.
1: Wow! Okay, I'm yeah, I'm... It was
2: the first Sandra video, and she wrote that beautiful song. So, we're like, okay, let's commission you to write the full thing. <laughs> so, a couple of months later, Quite Ventures came in. And they were one of the first people who believed in us, and we were quite grateful after that so early on we had some interest.
0: We hope you enjoyed our engaging discourse with the BAFTA winning filmmaker and tech entrepreneur, Sir N, in today's podcast episode. We've traversed a unique journey from the film industry to tech entrepreneurship, reflecting on the transformative ventures she's launched. One thing's for sure, in a world reshaped by the COVID nineteen pandemic, innovation is key and certain exemplifies that through her endeavor, Send Joy, this thought-provoking discussion undoubtedly redefines your perspective on adaptability, creativity, and the necessity of innovation in these unprecedented times. Now, as we transition into part 2 of our riveting conversation with Sir N, prepare for a deep dive into the digital future of entertainment. Our discussion will cover everything from the rise of NFTs to the digital transformation of the film industry in the cloud era. You'll also hear certain unique insights on the challenges and opportunities of this paradigm shift, including the potential role of NFTs in supporting creators and the double-edged sword of digitization in tackling piracy while revolutionizing the industry. If you thought today's episode was a game-changer, just wait until you hear what's in store for part 2. Be sure to join us for another electrifying episode as we continue to challenge the status quo and redefine the entertainment landscape. Stay tuned. Hi guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon.